Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! You know, the beauty of baseball is you can sit next to your neighbor and have a conversation. Or you can just completely ignore them. Baseball spoken here. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. That is a reviewable play, but the Yankees choose not to review it. A swing and a drive to deep right, away back, off the pole, Francisco Lindor. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch, a deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. It's 2-2 two to two in the bottom of the sixth, and I just can't get my eyes off that man with the tall head. It's quite a game, but man, that guy is ugly. You know that guy hasn't blinked this entire game? Just a dead-eyed idiot out on a Thursday afternoon. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. We're going to be awesome for you right now. On 1080. Hey, one for one. That's about a thousand, dude. That's baseball, baby. Help us. Please, somebody help us. The Fan. Yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches. Welcome to the second hour of the Hot Corner. You can always text the fan text line 55305. That bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. You can find Mike Lynch at... Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. P Diddy 085. Joe Fish 3 F I S C H. That's what happened to me today when I was sitting there watching the Indians game and I was like, man, Kluber's rolling. This dude's going to have like two complete game losses. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be so great. Until some dude, some guy named Shohei Otani. Came to the plate and went center field deep. He did. He went center field deep for a two-run bomb, marking his second home run of the year. Two and two games. Two and two games. He had a start in which he pitched fairly well. Yep. Uh, we did just spend the whole last hour saying, let's not overreact about some stuff. However, let's overreact about some stuff here. <laughs> okay. I mean, is this kid good? Uh, it's really hard to say because uh, his spring training know. was abysmal. But then the reports come out of Japan that all of his spring trainings have always been abysmal. And then his first start, solid, granted against the A's, right? He gave up a three-run bomb, and that was it. To Every, Chapman. Yep. Everything else was good. Then he hits a three-run home run, and they two-run home run in two games in a row. And also got a single and doesn't look out class at the plate. And all of a sudden you're going, hey. Maybe this guy is good. I I still need to see it to believe it. If if he if he had had an, an average spring, I'd be all over it right now. I'd be like, whoa, Otani was worth it for them. It's working. Otani. Yeah. Otani. But because his spring was so bad, I'm still going the wait and see approach and saying maybe a little flash in the pan. I'm on the wait and see train as well, although you can't help but watch him. I mean, the next time he's at bat. 
I'm going to watch. Yep. I'm going to watch too. Does that not mean something? It means a lot. Because I think going into the season, I was like, eh, I'll check in on Otani in like May, June. <laughs> I'll see how he does. But now you're kind of like, huh, I wonder what's up with this dude. And part of me is, you know, he did he did go deep today against Corey Kluber, one of the, you know, top five pitchers in baseball. And part of me was like, whoa, that was a good pitch. But then I'm wondering, as an Indians fan, as I got not not to talk too much Indians in my own personal tastes, but uh, he only threw one bad pitch against the Mariners, and that was to Nelly Cruz, and it went deep. Mm-hmm. And Kluber had a no-hitter going into the fifth today, which was broken up by a bunt, which is unwritten rules, and that segment's over. <laughs> uh so I wonder, maybe he threw one bad pitch and Otani got it. I actually think Otani might be all right. Because I don't think that was a bad pitch either. I don't think it was a bad pitch either. It was outside corner, painted the corner, and he took it the other way. I think it was a pretty good pitch. It was. And I think the Nelson Otani, Cruz pitch was a bad pitch. That was a bad one. I think Otani made good connection today. Now, yesterday he hit a home run off a dude that had already given up four. So, you know, that, that let the barrage continue. However, I will stay, say this. Off of a good pitch today and continue what's working yesterday, I might be in the Otani crowd. In fact, I found out that he was available in my Vancouver Fantasy League. Mm. And you took him? I picked him up. I don't know if I'm going to start him, but I picked him up. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case. I don't carry a lot of bench players. For hitting in fantasy baseball. But I decided to pick this dude up because I think he might be all right. I thought it was interesting after uh, the game that was on ESPN last night that the Angels won 11-2, I believe was the final score. Uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Neil Everett was interviewing Mike Trout on the field. And Mike's, you know, Trout's got the, the headset on and he's talking and and he's just about to get done, but they ask him, like, the last question. And behind him, you see Otani walk by, and you just see flash, 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 flash. And there were 30 media members there. It was almost like ESPN should have chatted with him. But then again, what does ESPN know about anything? <laughs> well, sometimes chatting with the player with an interpreter is kind of difficult, but. Okay. Okay. <laughs> As opposed to, like, the biggest story in baseball. Okay. Uh, uh, You're telling me that Sal Palantonio doesn't know a little bit of uh, Japanese? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sal Pal is trying to talk to Shohei Otani. All Just right. so we get Munonori Kawasaki to do the interview. Yeah. Why not? I am a Japanese! <laughs> uh, I hope that's Mark. <laughs> well, it's a drop that I'm mimicking. Well, I want that one as a drop. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I think it remains to be seen. I... Somebody was asking me, they were like, oh, yeah, Otani, yeah, we're going to, he's going to, you know, what, hitting 80, 90 games this year? I don't know about that, man. I think he might play in like 130 games this year. If he keeps this up, they're going to have to put him in the lineup. They're going to have to. I don't know what their plan is. I didn't read about what their plan is. Is it start him, day off, hit, hit, day off, start him? Is that the plan? I don't know. I would hit, 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 start, day off, 
hit, 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 start, day off. That's okay. what I do. You only give them the day after the start? After the start to rest up that shoulder. Mm-hmm. And not the day before where he's doing like a simulated game or anything like that? He's playing DH. And yeah, that team I guess is, that's true. That team is built for him to be a DH. If Pujols is still a solid defensive first baseman, I mean, his hitting has obviously gone down, but he's a solid defensive first baseman. Why not keep Otani at the DH? Hit, 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 pitch, day off. Maybe because you want Pujols to stay healthy, <laughs> knowing his history. His the forty-five-year-old Pujols. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, thirty-eight-year-old Pujols. <laughs> I look. You're right. It's way too early to tell. Uh, I hate making rash judgments this early in the season, but Yankees are going to win the World Series. No, <laughs> um, but it's hard not to be excited by the fact that. Against Corey Kluber, he was able to hit a pitch like that out of the park and go, huh, this this could be something special. And for me, that's all I want out of it. I don't really care overly much about him as a player, but it's a great story, and I want to see him succeed for the story aspect of it. So bring it on. Bring it on. Shohei Otani. I wonder what his next pitching matchup is. You know that off the top of your head? I do not. I would look it up, but my internet is like, you know, 1996, dial up AIM. Uh, I'll look it up for you. Hold on. Okay, cool. Uh, when we come back, uh, a man who just coincidentally struck out uh, in the Colorado Rockies and San Diego Padre games just got a fat new contract. And I kind of want to talk about it because I kind of want to talk about is this a good move for him? Or is this kind of something we're going to see from guys like that? We'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. And he would lift it, and the tip would always touch. And it would make things go off. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Sitting here watching the Colorado Rockies and the San Diego Padres as it's five zip, bottom of the four. Boy, the Padres are going to be bad this year, but they might be good. Who knows? They got Eric Hosmer. Uh, there's an outfield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Gray on the mound. Right? Isn't his first name John? His first name is John. J-O-N. J-O-N Gray. John Gray. Just, you know, lighting the world up. On Do you think he knows something, John Gray? John Gray? He might know something. What would he know if he knew something? Really? Would he know that he knew something if he knew something, and would he know? Uh, Are you just, like, completely throwing my joke back in my face and making it? Well, I didn't understand your joke. So, yeah, that's the route I'm going. Okay. If you don't understand something, just try to make the other person look stupid. <laughs> I've done that a lot in my life. You know, you know nothing, Jon Snow. You know something, John Gray. Game of Thrones reference. Well, I know Jon Snow, but that guy's bad name joke. Is, bad joke. Sorry. That guy's Look, name is that guy's name is John Gray. They can't all be winners, okay? They can't all be winners. I'm sorry. I tried. I try. Would you like me to lean back in my chair? No, because I didn't insult you this time or insult your team. Uh, I just came across like a giant idiot. <laughs> well, you said it. Uh, the starting center fielder for our Colorado Rockies, Mr. Charlie Blackman. It's an extension today, a six-year extension at $108 million a year. That's about 18, I think if my math is correct, that's about 18 mil a year. Could climb as high as an extra 
An extra 8 mil at 116 if incentives are reached. Why are you looking at me like that, Mike? <laughs> I was doing the lean back for myself. Okay. Uh, and, and my question is, is how on earth did the Colorado Rockies manage to lock him up at such a great deal? I feel like if Charlie Blackman, mm. coming off a year like he had last year, an over 300 batting average, MVP votes on a team who made the playoffs, if he was a free agent right now, people would be after him. You, you want to know why? Why? He's 31 years old. Stop it. He is. Oh, really? He, you don't think he's that old? He is. He turns 32 in July. In the middle of the season, his birthday? So I'm dropping him in fantasy. <laughs> That's a distraction. Six-year deal till he's 38 for $106 million, you said? Yeah, it's only $18 million a year. So that's why the Rockies were able to do that huh. because he's almost 32. Because Charlie Blackman did not have a good start to his career. In fact, he was uh, quite bad to start his career. How bad is he? Oh, well, he was a 270, 280 hitter who barely hit any home runs. And then all of a sudden he started hitting. Uh, basically, two years ago was his first pop year. Got to be he steroids. Was, he was good. Like he hit 287 in 2015 with 17 home runs, only 58 RBIs. He was more of a stolen base guy. He had 43 stolen bases that year. Now, 320, 330, or 29, 37 home runs, 100 RBI guys. Already got four homers this year, hitting 316. Something clicked, but he's older. He started his career in 2011. But would you argue that the uh, the Rockies window? Is within the next three years. I would not argue that. They have they have no pitching really, but I would not argue their windows in the next three years with the young talent they have on their team. You are correct. Yeah, I mean, like Arenado. How old's Arenado? Uh, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Well, in three years, that would make him twenty-six. Old, yep. Like what you're saying. Oh, dang it! He's twenty-six. I like that guy a lot. You want to just talk about Nolan Arenado and how awesome he is for a little bit? No, I kind of want to give some love to Charlie Blackman, man. I like I like this move. I think what you're saying, Mike, I think you are spot on in the sense that he is older. He'll be 33 in July, right? You said July? Yes, um, 32 in July. But I think if you're the Colorado Rockies, you can't let this guy go. This is the, this is a contract year. He won a batting title last year. He's got two Silver Slugger awards for the Rockies. I don't think you can let this guy go. And even if he gets 34 and he starts slowing down, I mean, I'm still, it's still going to be better than whatever else they got. I, I don't hear anybody saying, you know, that Colorado Rockies farm system sure is slaying it right now. Why not hold on to the guys you got? I agree. I agree 100%. I don't think you let Charlie Blackman go because it seems almost like, I don't want to say he's a leader on the team. I don't know that enough. But just from watching them, it kind of seems like he is kind of the, the guy that sets the tone literally in the lineup. And then in terms of emotionally as well, he's, he's, he gets very hyped up. He's like the guy who you always see celebrating hardcore in all these big, big plays the Rockies have made. Well, he does have a mullet. And a very, very, very large and in-charge duck, duck Dynasty beard. Ooh, Duck Dynasty beard. That's the best way to describe his beard. Uh, I actually didn't know he had a mullet. He definitely I've, I've has never a seen mullet. the uh, business in front party in the back hair that he has. He definitely has a mullet. I mean, last year, come like September, he shaved the sides of his head to get the mullet really flowing. That's he cool. He looks like a guy that has long hair. Nope, that's a mullet. That's cool. I accept. Is it cool? 
I mean, I don't think it's cool, but I know mullets can be cool, and I think he pulled it off. I like this on the fan text line, 55305. You could have told me Charlie Blackman was 26 years old, and I would have bought it. Steroids work. (laughs) Well, look, it's not like we haven't all thought it. We are not saying Charlie Blackman's on steroids. But would, would we be surprised? Well, I wouldn't, no. I wouldn't be surprised if anybody was on steroids. I'd be more surprised if you told me Jose Bautista wasn't on steroids. Like, that would surprise me. That's true. Sometimes, though, all you need is a slight tweak to your swing to actually become a better hitter. Speaking, right? speaking We've of seen that, it many times. I agree. Speaking of that, did you know that every day I wake up, there's a little bit of excitement in my mind knowing that Jose Bautista is not playing baseball. <laughs> Anybody else feel that? Is it just me? Just uh, me? Uh, I think right, it's just, just you. Me. I enjoy the fact that I don't have to think about Jose Bautista anymore. Well, I think about him every day just because I can't get the That image, seems like a problem, Patrick. I can't get the image of him getting punched in his face out of my head. <laughs> like every time I think of baseball, I'm like... Oh, okay. There's a guy in first. Ooh, he might steal second. Ooh, if he does, don't get punched in the face like Jose Bautista. <laughs> Texas Rangers. Ooh, Odor. I wish I was Odor. <laughs> Everybody wants to be Rugnet Odor. Then I would have punched Jose Bautista in the face. Then I would have punched Jose Bautista in the face. <laughs> I really don't like that guy. No, he's really hateable. I don't think there's anybody in baseball I dislike more than him. Yeah, I don't think there's no way. I don't think so. Bryce Harper? I don't like Max Scherzer. You better start liking Bryce Harper. I think Bryce Harper might be the real deal. Well, he's not going to be a Yankee, so I don't have to like him. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I just think he's going to be the real deal. Yeah, he will. He's already he's leading my fantasy league in points scored this year already. Did you hear they played the, uh, the Phillies? No, they were playing the Braves. And the Braves uh, announcer played the Go Cubs Go song on the organ. He did? You know, the organ player played the Go Cubs Go song. Oh. When Bryce Harper came up to the plate. I did not know that, no. I didn't I didn't Just know. subliminal messaging. Yeah, I didn't know that. It was like, hey, go to the Cubs. <laughs> We're the Braves. I mean, we'd love to have you, but we think you should go to the Cubs <laughs> just to get out of our division. <laughs> I think my favorite was the, the fan who yelled, overrated, and the next pitch he hits a home run. Went deep. Yeah. By the way, he's having himself a good year. Bryce? So far. Yeah. That's yeah. what I said. He's he's most the highest scoring guy in my fantasy league points wise. Yeah, yeah. I don't really like that guy. It's a walk year though. He's ready to walk and go get big money, so he's going to perform. I'm with you though. I'm not, I'm not the biggest Bryce Harper guy. Well, I mean, I like him. I knew you weren't though. Yeah. We've always had the conversation about him being arrogant and other guys being exciting or charismatic. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's arrogant and a douche. I like that guy. He's passionate and extroverted. <laughs> I don't remember. I really wish you could find out the words that I said. Well, the amount of times we've said different words has just kind of become a meme at this point. But... I know, but I really, really wish I could remember the original because the original was great. <laughs> because you were actually truthfully arguing against me for two players. It was, what, Machado was the other one? It was Machado and Harper. Yeah. Machado. And <laughs> yeah. He's exciting and confident. <laughs> To where Bryce Harper is an a-hole. Yeah. <laughs> and flashy and uh It's flashy arrogant. and arrogant. Yeah. Flashy and arrogant as opposed to exciting and talented. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway, the, Roy- the, the Rockies, they have Charlie Blackman for a while now. What is this segment? 
don't know. It just kind of went all over the place. It's past 8 o'clock. really good stuff. Yeah, it's it is good stuff. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> it's past 8 o'clock. Man. And it is dark out. Um, it I is did, dark. It's dark. I did want to bring this up. Shoot. Um, this was a, a, it was a trade thing uh, from our fantasy segment that came in afterwards. And I wanted to throw this on the air to see if you any listeners had any thoughts for it because it is, it's a tough one. It is tough. The guy who, th- who texted us this said this was the offer. He would be trading away Araldis Chapman, Jake Arrieta, AJ Pollock, and Justin Smoke for Eurus Familia, Joey Votto, Steven Strasburg, and Hunter Pence. And he said he would be dropping Pence for a pitcher in the trade. So my first thought when I saw this was whoever's getting Votto is, is getting available. <laughs> is getting the better end of this deal. Waiver pickup. Because Joey Votto is the best first baseman in baseball and one of the best. Arguably. Mm, he's the best first baseman in baseball. I like Paulie Gold. I love me some Paulie Goldschmidt. You know that. I guess Joey Votto's a Hall of Famer, though. Votto's better. Um, and he's arguably one of the best hitters in baseball. So whoever's getting Joey Votto in that trade is winning in my book. However, I will say the rest of that part of that trade with Familia, Strasburg, and Pence leaves a lot to be desired, especially when you're giving up Chapman, Arietta, Pollock, eh, Justin Smoke. But Chapman, Arietta, and Pollock form. We're talking about Justin Smoke has two dingers and one's a grand slam. I know. I'm just saying in terms of this trade, it's those three for Votto in my mind and a little bit of Steven Strasburg. So if I were you... I would see if you could sweeten the deal and maybe not have Familia and Pence be in that and maybe get a slightly better closer, although he said he's a Mets fan. So if you want Familia, go for it. And at least get a slightly better hitter than Pence because you're giving up Pollock. And I think Pollock is going to be really, really good once he gets over his whole injury history. But I think if you're getting Votto, man, go for it. Go get Joey Votto. I think that's the big deal breaker right there. It's like you're talking about giving up Chapman. You're giving up Chapman and, uh, dang it, I already forgot what this was. Chapman, Arietta, Arietta, and like, Arietta have Arietta. Like, there's a reason nobody signed Arietta. Sure, he might be good this year in your fantasy league, but there's a reason nobody signed Arietta because he's not going to be good long term. Uh, AJ Pollock, I mean, that's that's probably the toughest of the group to give up. I mean, you're like, giving you can up ha- Chapman. You can have Chapman. I mean, Chapman might be good, but, I mean, Chapman could also fall apart. Aaron Boone's never managed a game in his entire life, and Joe Girardi managed to almost blow it, basically blow it, with Araldis Chapman. Joe Madden blew it with Araldis Chapman. So, like, that guy's a fringe, all-time awesome closer, but could be, you know, Jose Mesa reincarnated. Right. So, I love the idea of getting Strasburg and Votto over... A bunch of dudes that are all what-ifs. All pot- I those, call them potentially. Yeah, all four of those guys are what-ifs to where Votto and Strasburg are not what-ifs. Well, Strasburg's a what-if, but Votto is not. Votto is the real deal. Okay, then I'll take one versus four. That's one of those ones where it's like Votto is that good that I think you can you can make that. You could, you could stomach losing some of those players for a guy like Joey Votto. Yeah, I do like Joey Votto. I really fantasy too. He's a fantasy demon. He's so good. Absolutely, man. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. When we come back, uh, the reigning National League MVP's got himself a new team, and I don't know. I guess the fans don't really like him that much. Maybe they're a bunch of whiny babies. We'll do that next. Oh no! But first, here's Joe with sports.
This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 835 here. This is the Hot Corner. We are on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. And I like to remind you, don't you forget it. Uh, what's going on in baseball right now? We got the uh, the the Rockies leading the Padres five to zero right now. Uh, that might be the only game going live right now. Oh no, no A's the, up A's up five one on the Rangers. That's the other one, and that's it. Is that it? That's it. All right, Max Scherzer. Today. I don't like when there's n- very few late games. I I, I love that we had like eight day games today, mm-hmm. but. Could you at least give me four late games so I could flip around? Right. I was really frustrated that uh, Fernando Rodney came in the game today for the Brewers before the uh, show started. That really frustrated me. (laughs) Apparently, he stopped to enjoy the snow. Yeah. Uh, Max Scherzer gave up five runs today. Yeah, he he did not look good. Although, to be fair to him, he should have been out of the first inning with no runs, and there was an error by their second baseman. Who's their second baseman? Tifo. Because remember, Murphy's still hurt. Uh, so Tifo's playing, and there's an error, a really bad error on him, and then the next hitter hit a three-run home run. So three unearned runs in the first inning, but he looked bad. He was wild. He was really wild. Yeah, he's done. I'd drop him. <laughs> if you're in the Berkshire Fantasy Baseball League, I'd drop Scherzer. I, I have Scherzer. Oh, you do? <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. That's why you knew so well about how knew, knew no, so much about his It's because I watched the game this morning. Oh. <laughs> I put it on. Oh. I was busy. I was busy. I did not watch baseball. You were busy sleeping? No, because I was busy with <laughs> Basically the greatest thing ever to be created outside of baseball. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool? Yeah. It's awesome. It's pretty cool. Did you uh, yeah, see Ronaldo's bike yesterday? Yes, I told you I did. We talked about it already. Mo Salah had a goal today, too. Yeah. No shocker. And then he got hurt. And then he got hurt. No shocker as well. <laughs> uh, anyways, some interesting interesting story from yesterday in the Bronx. As the Yankees have their opener delayed because she'd be snowing in New York, uh, which is always funny. I did, it was like I, six inches of snow. I did enjoy the... Uh, I missed the, it by a day. Thank you, God. I, I did enjoy the Bleacher Report update. That was uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Welcome to Yankee Stadium. You're not in Miami anymore. And then there was a <laughs> clip of him taking a picture of the snow in the dugout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. One of the coolest baseball stories, just baseball stories, period, let alone baseball plus snow stories I have in my entire life, is in 97, the 97 World Series... The uh, Florida Marlins had a rookie shortstop. The kid was 19 years old. His name was Edgar Renteria. Oh, he turned out to be pretty good, yeah. Yeah, if you ever heard of him, decent ball player. Uh, Game four of the World Series, he said that was the first time in his entire life he had ever seen snow because he was born in the Caribbean, played for the Marlins. They obviously didn't spend a ton of postseason time up until that point. And I guess the being a being a new franchise. Early season NL East didn't get snow those couple. Yeah, I guess, well, I guess not. He, he said he was a rookie, yeah. So I and, guess they didn't get any snow that year. And game four of the World Series, he saw snow for the first <clears throat> time in his life. Mm. That'd be interesting. And they got a really big hit in the World Series, too. You know what, Michael? <laughs> Trying to tell cool stories, and everybody's just coming down on me 
I don't like it. I give up. If I I'm, give up on the season. Let's blow up the roster. If I remember, who can we get for Frankie? If I remember who can correctly, we get for Kluber? game seven, walk off single. Yeah, up the middle. Yeah, someone someone earlier today mentioned Jose Mesa, and I about strangled him, threw him in the. <laughs> I almost swore right there. I almost said threw him in the bleeping street. <laughs> I almost did. I was like, my buddy who's an Indians fan, someone was like, "Well, you remember Jose Mesa?" My buddy was like, "I don't know who that is." <laughs> He's a diehard Indian fan. He knows damn well who Jose Mesa is. He was like, "I don't know who that guy." Meanwhile, I'm just boiling inside. Anyway. As we talk about people that get angry about stuff. Yeah, people can kiss my ass! Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> That's Jason Worth, right? I forgot about that. Uh, Mike Stanton, formerly known as Giancarlo Lynch, uh, had his Yankee debut at Yankee Stadium yesterday, and he went 0 for 5 with 5 strikeouts. Yep. That's pretty bad. That's a uh, platinum sombrero there, my friend. In which, afterwards, he was booed by the Yankee crowd. Despite I mean, the fact the game before he hit a mammoth home run, and they should have seen in the future because he had a mammoth home run today. I mean, would you have not booed a guy going over five with five Ks? If he's making two hundred, three hundred million dollars, <laughs> could have been a bad day. Exactly, it was cold out, dude. I saw some high. I saw some of the game yesterday live. Uh, he looked cold. He was cold. He looked really cold. It was about after the third the strikeout. Fans look really cold. It was about after the third strikeout, where in that game you could tell he was just like, "I'm swinging at everything until I get a hit." I'm just trying to get out of here. <laughs> and then he just missed everything instead. Luckily, Didi got eight RBIs. Oh, I love Didi, dude. That first home run from Didi. Oh, <laughs> the first one. That he barely got over the fence, yeah. No, what was the upper decker? That was the second oh, one. Oh, okay, that was the second one? That was when it was tied 4-4 after they had blown the game and he hit a mammoth shot. Oh, man, when he cocked back, like, it was one of those home runs. Like, he hadn't even swung yet, and you were like, oh, God, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> you know those? Like, Pujols used to do that crap That was all today's the time. Stanton home run. It was a two-strike pitch. You know he's antsy <laughs> to get a home run, and Blake Snell leaves a slider with no spin right in the oh, middle. Oh, I like Blake Snell, too, the poor dude. The pitch goes in, and I went, here it comes. <laughs> a whap. <laughs> Albert Pujols used to do that crap all the time. He'd have that just that that simple little, like, stance, you know? Mm -hmm. The bat pulsing. Slightly up, up and down. down. Just slightly up and down. And then he would just lift a knee, and you were like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt about DD's second home run yesterday. That stuff was wild, man. <laughs> I was like, don't do it. Don't. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> and some guy was like, I don't watch baseball, but did that go upstairs? And I was like, you mean the upper deck? And he was like, sure. And I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. You know what? We're day five. I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they booed John Carlo. Was there like a problem with that? Were people annoyed about that or something? I'm annoyed by that. Have they never met Yankee fans before? I am annoyed they by that. They boo everybody, even Derek Cheater. Your fans are the worst then. The best. No, actually. that's not true. You're not Red Sox fans. Pretty so great fans. You can't be the worst. <laughs> uh, Blue Jays fans have a fight on you, too. What is it with the American League East? And apparently Baltimore Orioles play games where they don't let people in their stadium. <laughs> and no one goes to raise games. Is this official? Is the American, e American League East the worst fan base? Uh, that just means that the Orioles are the most woke fan base, all right? We're not letting fans in the stadium when there's racial injustice going around the stadium. All right? I like that. That makes the Orioles the best of the worst division in baseball. Yes. 
Hang on sure. to that, Joe. <laughs> I guess. The we'll Orioles fans, that. legit fans. Red Sox fans, jump off a cliff. Yankee fans, you can't boo Stanton. And Rays fans, go to games. And Blue Jays fans, yeah, go- you rooted for Jose Bautista. You're on your own. <laughs> Blue Jays fans, shut up. Go you're to, on your own. Go to less games. Yeah, Blue you're Jay on your fans, own. Please. You can watch Indians games and watch the parrot fly. That's what I do. It's pretty rad. The last time Ronnie hit, the parrot did not fly. The parrot did not fly because his he was fat booty was chugging around bases. Thank you, Justin Upton, for still being a terrible outfielder. I miss you in Detroit, but it's glad to see you're still up to your old tricks. <laughs> when we come back, we'll mail it in and make stuff up as we always do. 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Welcome to the rest of the show. I don't know. That probably sounded terrible on the air. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm great. Um, Cards fans in the house on the fan text line, 55305. Was Carlos Martinez dealing tonight? I was he? See. Was he? Because I saw him in the season opening, and that is not what I called dealing. Oh, he was dealing. Ooh. Holy crap. Eight damn? and a third, four hits. Would one say damn? You could. Eight and a third, four hits, no earned, two walks, 10 Ks. Say that again. Eight and a third, four hits, no earned, two walks, 10 Ks. Huh. Eight and a third? Can you get two more outs? My wife has him on her fantasy team. You know who else she has? Mm. Patrick Corbin. Ooh, I had him. I have him in both leagues. What is that? Yeah, what is that? It's the Rick Ross uh, wolf. I found it. Stop it. Man up. Okay, calm down. Wow. Now he's just cycling through all the draws. Sorry, I just couldn't remember. You know who told her to add Patrick Corbin? Hmm. This guy. I know. Because she forgot to draft uh, enough pitchers, and she was like, who do I add? And I was like, go get Patrick Corbin. Go get Jordan Montgomery. And uh, Montgomery got her 11, and Patrick Corbin's gotten her 39 and 18. That reminds me of the time I told one of my really good You're friends welcome. <laughs> about how awesome Luke Weaver was, and then three picks before me, he snaked him out from under me. That guy used to be my friend. <laughs> and now I damn him. Now he offers me Anthony Rendon for Luke Weaver straight up. That's a really good deal, Mike. Like, you are robbing me. In a keeper league. In people a keeper would, league. People will call that the bong hit trade of the year. <laughs> but your pride, your cheating pride is getting in the way. <laughs> it's not cheating pride. It's my knowledge and assumption that he's going to become an ace this year, and then I will be able to keep him infinitely as an ace. Do you Along know, with Luis Severino and Max Scherzer, you're welcome. Do you know that it made me so mad that I reached, like, Around maybe two rounds earlier to grab him in my other league because <laughs> I wanted him so bad on my team, and I'm so mad I don't have him in the keeper league. Well, in my other league, someone took Luke Weaver three picks before me, so it was karma coming back. I was about to take him, and someone grabbed him. I but was, he's Whoa. my favorite player in baseball, Michael. Is Not he? really, but he's top five for <laughs> sure, dude. It's Frankie Lindor, Corey Kluber. Who else do I like? Nolan Arenado. Um, Luke Weaver. <laughs> I don't know who else I like. Hashtag I'm Gary. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't really like him. I just think that's great. No, you like him. Uh, I think he's all right. 
I don't know. Uh, for me, it's Didi Gregorius. Is he your favorite player in baseball? Yeah. That's awesome. He's really? my favorite Yankee. Yeah. You're not joking? I'm not joking. Oh. Like last year. Oh. I, I like Dave Robertson a lot. I brought this up multiple times last year. I was like, guys, Didi Gregorius is really good. And this is like to Isaac and Suk, and they're like, shut up. No, he's not. Because they don't watch baseball. And then, and then, like, in the playoffs, he hit a bunch of clutch hits. And I'm like, Didi Gregorius is really good. And they were like, oh, okay, you might be right. And then he gets eight RBIs in the game in the fifth game of the season. And he's hitting fourth. He's hitting fourth. I love Didi. I like Didi a lot, too. I, I love when they made that trade three years ago or whatever it was, two years ago. Oh, I remembered. Continue. I went, this is going to be a good trade. I think Didi Gregorius is a great player. I liked him in Arizona. I already liked him. And then he was just, he's just, he's so fun. So, non-Cleveland Indians, my favorite players in baseball. Okay. Luke Weaver, Nolan Arenado, and my favorite of all non-Cleveland Indian players in baseball right now, I'm pretty sure, is Alex Bregman. Mm, you That's are in love guy. with Alex Bregman. That is my guy. Should be World Series MVP. That's my dude. Alex Bregman is such the real deal. I like him more than Correa, Altuve, Springer. Should I continue with the great players that play for the Astros? Verlander, Keuchel, Caracol. Uh, I hate that team. I'm so mad well, at that team. Cole pitched well, too, in the first start. <laughs> but I really like Alex Bregman. I, uh, If it's not my team, you know my love for Paul Goldschmidt. I like Freddie Freeman a lot, too. I like Freddie Freeman, too. Underrated first baseman. I'm a big fan. I had him a year in fantasy, and I really hate that it took having him a year in fantasy to understand how great Freddie Freeman is. I just, I don't, outside of, I don't He's know. He's like a Paul Goldschmidt. I mean, it's just. I like Aaron Otto Joey a lot, too. It's just guys that are really stinking good that you just don't know because they play in crap teams. Yeah. Or like just Freddie Freeman is going cities. to be on the decline as the Braves are finished with their rebuild. And that breaks my heart. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Is he going to be on the decline, or is he going to be great forever? I don't know. I think he he's just be great line forever. drives. I think he's going to be great forever. He's he's really good he's, as long as he stays healthy. Yeah, he's hurt all the time. Who are some other guys that I really like? I don't like Eric Hosmer. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he's up to the bat right now. It's hard. It's hard to think about it off the top of your head. I always enjoyed D Gordon, but that's a fantasy thing. Like he helped me win a league when he was in L.A. Uh huh. And that was awesome. Because I like waiver wire pickup of the year. Um, I like Robbie Cano. I mean, I'm mad at him, but I still like I've, Robbie I've Cano always enjoyed watching Robbie. I think he's like such a smooth, clean player. Um, Altuve? I mean, you like Bregman. Eh, but. Eh. I mean, Altuve. <laughs> I started cool. to hate Altuve during the playoffs. Last I, don't, year. I don't hate Altuve. He's just not a guy that. And not to, it's a weird thing not to take anything away from his talent because obviously he's the reigning AL MVP and World Series champion. Uh, but he, he's not, I, I don't know how to describe it. it. I don't, if ESPN were like, here's a live look at Jose Altuve or here's a live look at Aaron Judge, I might be kind of like, mm, what's Aaron Judge doing? Yeah. You know? He's a little more flashy because of the guess, home run power. And, and Altuve, which is funny because he's the lovable baseball elf. He's a small dude and I should love this small dude, but I don't know. Maybe just because I hate the fact that I'm going to have to see him for the next 10 years. That doesn't make me excited. Yeah. Uh, Mike Trout. Uh, oh, yeah. I like that guy. <laughs> I like that guy a lot. A lot. In fact, he might be my favorite player in baseball. <laughs> I'm just going to go back on everything. The, uh, the best player in baseball is your favorite player in baseball? I might like him more than Frankie Lindor. It's tough. Ooh, that's tough. It's close. But it's Mike Trout. What about Chris Bryant? 
Uh, I like Chris Bryant because I like Chris Bryant for the fact that he is... His lovable good looks. He is a very good-looking man. uh, And the fact that he is a bro without being a super bro. Probably because he has Anthony Rizzo being super bro for him. Uh, And Chris Bryant is 100% the kind of guy baseball should be marketing. Like, that should be the face of baseball. Good-looking kid, not uber-arrogant. Like, I don't want Harper to be the, the face. That guy is arrogant and a, an A, you know, fill in the blank. To where Chris Bryant is, like, flashy and confident. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. The only thing I don't like about Chris Bryant is as he was fielding that ground ball to win the World Series, that SOB smiled. And when he smiled, my heart broke. Because he <laughs> smiled, that ball wasn't even in his mitt. And he put that thing in his mitt. And he almost tripped. And he transferred it. And I was like, he knows he just won a World Series. <laughs> and my hopes are crushed again. Head Chef asks, how long you guys think you're both going to be in top five spot in the BBL? Whole All year, whole baby. Whole season, Chef. Whole, whole season, season, Chef. We ain't stopping. We're about to take over this league. How long do you think you're going to be in last place, Chef? <laughs> oh, shots fired. <laughs> we'll be back next week. This is the Hot Corner. Hopefully some cool stuff goes down. Otherwise, we'll uh, we'll maybe need some help from you guys. I don't know. We'll see what goes on. We'll do this again next week. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. Like be ahead of Chef in BBL. Hey, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.